show because you're, you're making it sound like it's it's a strange phenomenon. Okay, it is. It, it, it's a big phenomenon, but but you know it's true. I should I should explain it conventionally. Most shuls, because when you go to shul, you sit in the same place. I guess by sit by kiddush, you don't sit in the same place. Well, right. No, so it's not. It's like mingle. I, I from what I've been told. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I go to. You know, for Yom Kippur, for Rosh Hashanah, the, the important, you know, the high holidays, the important stuff. Yeah, me, me too, basically. Only the important stuff. No, but I was, I had this revelation here, uh, where I t- conventionally, what happens is you're you're in shul, it finishes, um, you know, eleven thirty, twelve, eleven, whatever, and and you know, uh, people just like run out like, you know, a scene from a movie and they just run to Kiddush Club. Uh, well, they run to Kiddush, you know, in, in, in back of the shul, maybe in another room or a few rooms, and they just attack the buffet table like like behemoths. It, it's, uh, it's, it's quite grotesque, and it, it, it is a, uh, it's a challenge for many people, Okay. So this shul that I went to, the rabbi actually made Kiddush, no one moved. Then everyone walked to their assigned seats. There was no buffet, and they brought Kiddush out, waiters in in bow ties, and everyone started eating like a mensch. And I said, this is it right here. This is where we're going to change American Jewry and even Jewry throughout the world we must end the buffet kiddish in shul. It's treating us. How many times have your husbands or boyfriends or uh, friends in shul said, oh, I went and, you know, I literally almost lost my hand trying to get to the carving station, uh, poking for tuna or herring at the, uh, the cracker station. Uh, this, this is a reality, and I have totally, I'm going to run on a uh, I'm going to ru- build a platform. We're going to we're going to we're going to bring this carry out this message forward to every Jew we can find. What do you think? Can we clarify for one second? Were you in shul or you were in synagogue because I don't think you were in real shul. <laughs> well, <laughs> what is that supposed I think he was in synagogue. I don't think he was in shul. Most shuls don't have don't have these stations as you refer to them. It's who's waiting like, patiently? Who's not making kiddush on their own? Who's not breaking off and having their own kiddush club? You're in synagogue. You were not a jewel. Very, very, very. Uh, what? Accurate. What is the difference there exactly, Rosie? T- what is the difference between synagogue and jewel? Yeah, Hamish or you Jewish? Which one? Hamish, <laughs> Jewish. Why is everyone in Muncie called Hamish? Like I think in 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 where in five towns, you, New York, in Lower New York. Network. Thank God. Da- downtown of the huts and it's uh you know it's like from i guess it's i think it's a little different but Hamish, yeah the, that parlance is used as well mm-hmm. all right it's, I, you have to also it's where you pronounce it is it Hamish or Hamish? there's two different types if you Hamish, go away if you Hamish, i know what you're talking about i don't say Hamish actually i don't i don't know Hamish. i just had to get used to the fact that i do have an accent a dialect like that this is this is how people talk uh, it's just Hamisha, Hamisha. yeah you could o- you could only be you at the end of the day i think that's uh that's something we you know get used to but hey this this you know this whole epiphany this whole thing that happened right this is a great pre this is a great like uh uh this will kind of prelude, dry- 
prelude, but let's like drive us right into the topic, which is brachas and segulas, right? This could be a segula here if we change this. All right, fine. Not the strongest segula, but, you know, it's Wait, close. Is that the definition of segula? Because it's not... We should have a definition of segula. Rosie, what does segula mean to you? Hold place while I Google that. Oh, to me, or you want to know what the what the actual translation is? What's the actual translation of Segula? Um, no, that's a good question. The way that I define it is that somebody came up with something a very long time ago, and it worked for a very one random specific person. Another like one time, my cousin ate an apple in three bites, and they had a baby nine months later. So now, if that's the way you do it, you can have a baby. It's basically a lot of made up crap. Sometimes it's real yes, though. I'll give you that. Yes. But for the most part, it's crap. Sorry, it's Ooh, not wow. real. Taking the more pessimistic view of it. Okay, intriguing. And Hannah, what do you what what is a segula? So, the actual definition according to Google here is a remedy or protection. Mm. Um my take honestly is that I think that things have meaning when you put meaning into them. So for example, I think that a segula can work if you actually put some meaning behind it. Like, for example, if you say, you know what, I'm going to do this good deed as a zechus or as a merit that X, you know, Y and Z should happen. Then I think that there's, that there's some weight to that. But I think to just, um, you know, uh, sprinkle some, I don't know, um, sparkles, from the Kala's crown that she wore at the wedding um, and walk around with the sparkles for 10 days straight um, and, you know, don't wash your face, uh, it's not going to get you anywhere. There has to be some depth behind it. So really you're saying it's a ritual, but you need to have manifestation. Well, can manifest it? Yeah, but what's the actual verb of saying that? You have to actually have some meaning behind it. Right. Maybe it will do something. I think you have to actually add something to it. Like, Oh, light a candle every Moshe Shabbos, and then X, Y, and Z will happen. Like, light a candle, but also understand, like, what the meaning behind that is, maybe, and, you know, see there's actions that go along with that, lighting a candle. Like, I, I don't think a segula in and of itself is the remedy. I think that there's, like, the actions behind the segula that really can help. So, yeah, no, so well said. Um, well, Segula, to me, uh, what I understand of it. Oh, wait, no one asked you. Let's ask you. Hi, Jay. No what one does asked. Segula mean to you? <laughs> Thank you, Great Rosie. Co-hosted. Thank you so much, Rosie. Well, I should explain it if I'm bringing up the, you know, bringing up this word, bringing up this jargon. Yeah, so basically a Segula is, is something you take on, an action, um, or could be, well, prayer, um, and there's a meaning to doing this re- repeatedly, um, in, you know, whether it's a daily, weekly ritual, and um, you put some meaning behind it, um, in a sense, kind of a way to either, you know, show God or make a deal with God to get something or to have gotten something that has been able to be attained through the practicing of this specific uh, this specific segula or this specific ve- you know vehicle or action to get you to 
a different place or something. So that's the. Uh, I don't think that has to do anything with God, though. I think you added God in there, and it's different because a lot of times you do sigula that a rabbi told you to do, or someone told you to do, or you do it in the name of a specific person. Never saying God, I'm doing this because God said it in a in a in a sigulaic way. It's either halacha from God, or it's a sigula from somebody else. A human being. You base Yaakov girls, you know, you gotta get me on everything. You can't just give it and say, oh. Wait, no, but I think that's important. Translation. Yes, it's true. Thank, thank you for, for clarifying that. Okay. Um, yeah, certainly it's not something that, you know, God did or you're doing for, you know, technically, I guess, but directly I'll tell you for why God, I'm harping some, on this because. Or Mayor Balhanes, for example. Cooler. Right, and people give you tagulas, and like if you don't listen to it, they get so angry. I'm like, it's a tagula. It's not. It's what you decided. It's not like you can leave me alone. Again, it's not Allah. It's nothing to do with you and God. So let's right. take a breath here. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm extremely parsimonious when it comes to uh, trying out or doing a segula, uh, even pessimistic, and uh, just coming from someone who's done them you know, who has done them many times and throughout my years. Um, now, I don't want to discourage it. It didn't work for me. I don't mean to discourage it from others. You know, um, I certainly think Svartic community, Yeshivish community, Ashkenazi community, every different, com- you know, sect in the Jewish community, in the Jewish umbrella, Orthodoxy, they're, they're certainly going to each have their own translation. I'm sure Svartim are probably tuning off the podcast right now because, uh, you know, they they need they want someone to champion and advocate for it. And that's why we brought Hani on. Coach Hannah, what do you say? I, I honestly do feel that with all these segulos though, you know, it's like you can't like you can't steal money so that you can give to duck all. Like you can't just completely bypass all the work that you have to do or, you know, the effort that you have to put in and just like handle and say, Oh, you know, it's not working because I lift the candle, but I'm not married. Like, it has to be a combination. I do think that there is definitely something to Segulos. I think it just has to be that combination. But actually, you have a really funny story about Segulos. Um, somebody that I know, um, before they were married, obviously, they were... Oh, the Segulos is only for people who are not getting married. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, right, exactly. Somebody was doing this at a wedding. Um, uh, they were... They like had gotten the Scorpy because you know you do that for the husband of the Kala. So him and his friend had gotten. That might be a monthly thing, also, by the way. To do the Scorpy? <laughs> I don't know. Remember some Chutzpah and all those things? I always thought people with Scorpies on there. Okay. Don't even so, get me so, started with Simcha Spot, yo. Is that even a thing anymore? These things? Simcha Spot? What was before that? Rosie, what was that? What was that thing like? Only Simchas. Only Simchas. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> website they allowed you to have in, in seminary. We had Google, oh, Snapchat, and only Simchas. Oh my god! Wow. I not Google. Know. Sorry, Gmail. <laughs> Back in the day. So, anyways, he, they they had this slurpee at the wedding, and they were walking around saying, "Oh, it's a Google slurpee. Google slurpee. The husband college drink from it. So if you drink from it, then you know you're gonna get married." And they actually got a date from that. So did it work? Was it a joke? I we'll don't never know. know. It's 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 oh. it's mystical. Wait, no, no, no. like like <laughs> exactly. Ooh. 
I know from guys really harp on, perseverate on chomesh. If people don't know what chomesh is, it's double meiser. Uh, I've heard double meiser and like more, you know, so more than double meiser. What's meiser? If you don't know, there's uh, other podcasts out there that are, uh, you know, unmeaningful and will teach you. (laughs) No, meiser money, you know, giving 10% of your financial earnings during the year. Um, uh, You know, some, some, (laughs) some say after expenses, Um, but you know, there's, uh, (laughs) there's uh, this thing that, uh, from guys do, uh, is, is homage. They love doing the homage thing, giving double. And, uh, yeah, I've had, I've had, you know, I've seen people do it and, and have been successful, seen people do it and have not, you know, it's a tough thing financially, uh, you know, recession going on. Okay. But other things as well. It's a tricky thing, especially I think when you're trying to start your life, as I have advocated before, you're going to try to pay bills, do whatever you can. Um, certainly, if you're if you're making money and yeah, you can afford it, you know, hey, it doesn't hurt at the end of the day. Will it give you, is this like a Segula to get you married, make millions more, I don't know, become, you know, senator of your shul's board? In in Arizona, or the Kiddish Club, or right. well, I'm already chairman of the Kiddish Club, so you know it's it's all good. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but you have to revamp it now. Now that you now that you had this revelation, you have to revamp your Kiddish Club. Um, I'm certainly I'm certainly gonna try. You know, um, it's um it's a message I'm gonna carry forward. I'm gonna promulgate this as much as I can. We've got to stop wild, crazy Kiddish in shuls. We have to. It's just teaching people how to be grotesque, uncouth, unmisbehaved. Uh, it's it's not good. It's not good. Um, you know, I I tell you, I, I know people who are injured. They're injured. They can't be at this podcast, <laughs> Avery, because uh, because he got injured in Kiddush. You know, Kiddush this week. Okay, not Kiddush Club. Kiddush Club is all good. You know. Also, you know, Mahers Magazine, okay. I can't really uh, defend both. But anyway, I could go on all day. I'm sure you Can you differentiate are. between Kiddish Club and Kiddish? Is so Kiddish Club, that, Kiddish Club is when you sneak off in the middle of leaning, right? Yes. And you have to, do you have to be invited to this club? Yeah, because it's a club. Sort and of. you could be a loser who's standing on the side, but whatever. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I'm kidding. Nothing. Is nothing, there like a nothing. that you can do to get into this club? Yes, you have. Yeah, there are a few requirements in, in every in every like shul. So you have to, first of all, uh, talk very loud in shul. You have to uh, bash the rabbi when he ain't looking. You have you to, uh, you, you have to give a lot to the shul or like secretly take away money from the shul. <laughs> oh, my God. Rosie, that was funny. No, that was funny. That was a good it was. one. It was good. See, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. You know, okay. All right, uh, uh, anathema. That would Davy uh, would say. Okay, so um, wait. So well, let's get back on track here for one second. So first of all, this podcast is very informative because I never knew this double miser thing was a thing. Because I thought miser was a, oh, really? the most you can give. But thank you for informing me of that. Well, that's what uh, we do. We we yeah yeah we learn about every aspect of Judaism here, halacha shir included. <laughs> yeah, um, a little taste of everything. Yeah, love it. Right, um, so, since we're on the topic of Ruckles and Sulos 
and, and, you know, does it work, does it not work? I'm curious what you guys think about mazel and how that plays into things. Yeah, how's your mazel? Wait, but before I go into mazel, can we just circle back for one second here? Do you think boys, i sorry, girls believe in segulas more than boys do? I think so. The, uh, yeah, like, like the, the, our girl. I, I think uh, I, I know Sephardim are definitely more into it, right? Um, Boys and girls equally. Probably, probably equally. Maybe certainly leaning girls. You know, Cer- certainly leaning girls, right? I think so. What about you? I know girls will try many a crazy thing. They'll try. No. Yeah. They'll try. I mean, I, I knew so many girls who would run to the Rebbe's caver out in Queens, right, to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, okay, the Rebbe. They would run Motse Shabbos every week, daven there, uh, well, daven, you know, say to Hillam for hours. They would do this for hours. They would go into the night, into the morning, you talk about non-Lubavitch people? Non-Lubavitch, yeah, non-Lubavitch. And they would dive in and they would dive in. Like, I, you know, people, uh, so, you know, I, I don't, there are people who've gotten nowhere from that, or at least, you know, from the outside. I don't want to just, you know, just dis, like discredit or, or, or obviously like that. But then there were, you know, I, I saw people who did get married. Not, I don't know. Again, I don't know from that. I mean, I believe that you just have a time. There is a time. There's nothing you can do to speed it up or push it away. There's nothing you can do. Because I think going going saying something like that or believing in something like that, uh it's an ungodly thing. Like God has it set. You know, now is the time gonna be better or worse, depending on kind of how you ascertain or how you deal with it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if it becomes cathartic in a negative way or a positive way. It's going to have like tremendous influence in, you know, who who you are and and what you end up doing, you know, with with uh, with your track record. I think I think there is a time for everything, like you said, but I do think that there is a concept of missed opportunity, meaning where if you are not at a place or a state that you are ready for your person, um, then that is something. Also, you know, like I feel like it is important to kind of like put your best self out there so that you know that you're ready as opposed to just saying, where is he? Where is she? I feel like people oftentimes are very much reflecting on this idea that I'm looking, I'm looking, but they don't, it's as corny as it sounds, they're not looking inward first. Well, it's because they don't know how to, you know, simply said, they just don't know how to. Right. If you have just say, let's say you have, well, I don't, you know, let's say you have, I was going to say anger, but let's say you have some issues in dating. Okay. Now, who are you going to go to? You're going to go to the same people who will just kind of repeat, you know, the, the things you got to cross off, you know, are you, you know, are you okay with your Yiddish guide? Are you good with this? Are you good with that? Now, the, the, the things that people notice as opposed to the right. things that... Right. You don't know what, the, what, what is the reason for that. What is the reason for that? I was out with a few gentlemen the other night. I noticed two of them. You know, it was uh, someone who came over from the opposite gender. 
and uh, it, could, it could be 27 genders. So, you know, I'm not giving it away. <laughs> and it's, you know, so they Thank came over. Yeah. And, you know, they liked this young lady and they were kind of, uh, you know, putting each other down, being a little self-sabotaging in a way. And I was saying, you know, and I was thinking, because I'm not going to tell them. It's not my business. I'm not their coach, like Coach Hannah. I say, bro, you know, you're putting this person down, self-sabotaging. Women, women sense that. They sense that. So where's that insecurity coming from, right? Now, if there's just us guys at the bar, I get it. But if you're in a you know, predicament like that. Anyway, like where is it coming from? That's really where you have to figure it out. What's the best way to do that? There are multiple ways. The way I suggest people do it is put yourself, put yourself in a situation like you know you haven't been in before. Put yourself in a challenge. This way you could learn about yourself. Okay, that's probably number one. Number two, uh, have more self time. Have more time, me time. Spend more time with yourself. Realize what you know, what you really like, adapt to, kind of respond to better what you respond to worse. These are things you, you know, these are, this is, this is the must. And this, by the way, is what married people don't have. Married people don't have this, you know, and you know, coach, I'm not, you know, you're the exception by the way, but feel free to, you know, feel free to uh, get into a linguistic joust, but you know, married people have this and, and you know, that they're, they're, they're not, so I, I don't, I don't know, you know, with, with partners, how that kind of ends up, but you know, vast, you know, Jewish community at large, you know, they're going to just kind of, oh, Hey, there's the single, let's go, let's go bother that guy. Let's go bother that young lady. You know, what? we'll invite them over for Shabbos and we'll kind of excoriate them subliminally. Ooh, Rosie. I have no idea where you just went with that. I, I'm very confused. <laughs> We jumped from a couple. Of, a Rosie, couple you don't. Ideas. Rosie, you don't say this on a podcast. Also, you have the index cards. That's not the response you're supposed to give. <laughs> I, I, I can't read. So basically, I'm, basically, I'm trying oh, to allude to. Uh, Did yeah. say something important, especially this idea of getting to know yourself better. I think that this idea of like people going out in public by themselves sitting by themselves is unheard of. Like people will, would never do that because it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like you're never going to go get a coffee by yourself and just sit there. I think most people don't do that. I think it's important though to just to sit with yourself for a little bit and to get comfortable being by yourself so that you're not reliant on somebody else for your happiness. And that's really when you can like find somebody so much faster I think sometimes when you're not reliant or dependent upon somebody else for that happiness well here, well well you know when you're you know something something my brothers and sisters and singles can do is get in that car blast the music light up a little something something for the for the millennials you know for the gen Zers it's it's different and you know Get have, have a good babe. time, jam away, jam away. That is the scene for you to be in. That is the time when you can truly, truly connect with yourself. In that car, blasting the music, go on the road. That's one way. I'm pro. I propose solutions. I propose solutions, not just point out the issues there. So you are um, a problem solver today. Look at you. 
I getting know. rid of the kiddish things. You're getting everyone to know themselves better. Look at that. <laughs> Problems. Well, Rosie, funny. this is what happens when we stop hanging out. Got it. So I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing because we stopped hanging out. So now you're solving the world's problems. So. Well, well, I took the opportunity. I took the opportunity so, to, well, to kind of better myself. Wisely. You know, good for you. Good I for have you. been. I have been. Yeah, it's it's been quite the ride, you know, um, and it keeps on going. Right. Uh, you discuss Mazel, uh, Coach Hannah. So how do you discuss Mazel? So, uh, no, I just I, I think it's actually interesting. It's this idea of Mazel in general and how a lot of people feel that they do have a certain mazel and they're inclined to certain things um, and how you can be above your mazel in terms of, you know, certain negative aspects um, and change it around certain things that I, I find the topic fascinating in general of the mazel. I don't like to read into it too much because I feel like then you can get caught up in it and then you don't, and then you're not proactive about the things you actually need to take action on because you pull back on your mazel. But I, I do find it very interesting. Well, what are, what are, what, what's one or two, you know, most imperative things that you like about it or, or just more, most attractive things you like about Mazel? I just, I think it's an interesting concept in general, this idea that someone can be predisposed to certain things because of their Mazel. So for example, Mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody's Mazel is that they're just not great with finances. So does that mean that they are not going to be successful all their life? Or does that mean that they can work around it and, you know, find other ways to be successful around this negative thing? Or, you know what I mean? Like it's just what we predisposed to versus what you can do to fix it or in the positive way. Also, let's say somebody is, you know, has a model for, um, for helping people, for giving them clarity. Um, so, you know, do they do they use that? Do they not use that? Do they tap into that? It's just an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, I, I, there certainly I had my time where I kind of thought it was, you know, like you know, the muscle topic was dull, you know, m- you know, mono, um, um, maybe dull, tedious. Uh, but it, it, there's a lot of character to it. There is a lot of character to muscle. Like you're saying, predetermined things. I am seeing that, you know, financial mazel, marriage mazel, you know, children mazel. Yeah, a lot of these things are pretty much like, in essence, predetermined because, you know, there's only so much control you're going to have over it. <laughs> there really is, you know. I'm uh, though, because I do like to think positively. I do feel, though, that even if you're predisposed to something, if you if you like kind of counter it with something good, like, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this good deed as a, as a merit for, um, you know, to have this, or I'm going to focus and maybe change this aspect of myself for the better, um, as a merit for something. Like, I feel like if you have that mindset, I think that you can be above your muzzle. If it's something that you feel there's negative there. Well, there's a whole, you know, B'nai Yisrael, Kalab Yisrael, Old Bidu, or Lamalam in a model. So whatever right. model you believe in, is it's really, it's a very right. complicated right. situation. 
It is, cause you, but you can't be, like, sucked into, you know, your mom. If you start believing that Mercury's in retrograde and your whole day is going to be, you know, whatever it is, then, yeah. Then you're in that mindset of it. So that's why sometimes right. you just have to, like, not negate it, but kind of just, like, not think about it. It's, I think it's easier to not think about Mazel because it's very, very, very um, specific in a weird way and also very vague in the other way. So you can kind of translate it however you want. Right. I agree. Like, you can have somebody say, oh, you're going to have something very good happen to you today. And you're like, I found a penny that's shiny. So that means that something good happens to you today. Or it's also, so really, the truth is, like you said, Rosie, it is about mindset as well like it's it's how you think about things and how you are viewing things in a positive or negative way and and in a, and in a way of reality and that's how i kind of blend the two you know with mazel and like you're saying the the mentality of things where um you know i just like i got a parking ticket the other day i'm like wow you know i tried saving up this month putting a little bit more tucking a little bit more away in the 401k that's a cool name of the podcast and i could and and i got hit with a parking ticket and i was like oh man it ain't happening this month you know so kind of just realizing all right maybe i'm not gonna have such financial mazel maybe i'm not gonna have such dating mazel like it kind of helps alleviate certainly i don't see it as a way out i see it just as facing a reality hey i'm not so good at this Hey, I'm not so good at this. I'm thinking about it. Let, Why does it uh, translate into model? Let, let me work on it. Well, because it's how the Jewish community thinks, from community thinks, whatever kind of Heimisha, Heimisha. You know, and they kind of like the you know they, they use they use it as a, you know as a word as like a a reference, an idiom in a way maybe like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have any mazel in this, you have any mazel in that. Um, no, chef. Do you do you, uh, Rosie? Do you live? Uh, you live? You know, near Jews. You you never see any of that. Those are the people with the horns. Oh, I I I see. You have seen that movie, Jojo Rabbit. I do not watch any movies, but honestly, to get out of here. You don't. Come on. You 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 watch movies. You do. No, I think that I literally watched a movie and I was laughing because for four minutes straight they were just highly hitlering people. But do you you watch TV? Do you watch anything? I watch people take the helium all day. I watch my bank account. I'm very closer. So you watch things, okay? All right. Yeah, you're keeping with the tr- the trends at least. Very very subtle and low key. Uh, makes us want to know more. Like, what do you do on your own time? Curious. That's for your four hundred one k podcast. <laughs> I, I did want to say one thing more on the mazel before we go to the next topic. So it was funny. I years ago when like me and my friends start, jumped into Shadokim, you know, it, it, it went great for a while. And then, you know, we, we hit the, we hit the, we were on the peak. We hit the Valley. We hit the Valley. We, so we tanked and uh, we just started looking at each other and saying, I think like one of us lost our jobs. It was before I lost my job at that time. At that time, my friend did, we all had different problems and we really looked at each other and we're like, we're the no mazel boys. We're the no mazel boys. And it, it gave us this, this feeling here, you know, uh, Hannah, you're, you're, you know, coaching, you know, there, there are certain psychological 
uh, and emotional things that you know you know are, that are tied up in that, right? So it's a way. It's a coping mechanism. It's a way to kind of feel like, hey, you know what? Some things are just out of my control, and that's what people. That's the reference there. Say again, Rosie. It's a good kiddish club name, the No Mazel Boys. <laughs> right, I know the No Mazel Boys. It's it's. It's almost oh like the, it's like the Jewish way of saying like the untouchable, like the No Mazel Boys. Like it doesn't affect us because we don't have Mazel right. Boys. Right. <laughs> Isn't it a great way? Oh uh, yeah. So, but I, I I do think though that like it is like you said though at the end of the day it comes down to your perspective. It's the way you think about things. You can either put a positive spin on really anything or you know you can bring yourself down with something that's uh, very true uh, very true and i obviously i i like to give the audience like real world perspectives on this you know and that's why i'll 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 pontificate or i'll, I'll you know describe the you know certain things but you know in this setting whatever it was like uh, you know this is uh you, the mind, you know, hey, oh, we had elections the other night, right? It's all about the mindset. Uh, let me go to the next topic here on the on the call on the call list. No, what is it like the outline list? Uh, the Rolodex. The Rolodex. Yeah. Do the Rabbanim really have any insight into whom you get married to? Okay, so I think we're still on the Sugulas here. Um, and are Kabbalists more accurate when predicting who you'll marry? Rosie, I'm sure, is a Kabbalist frequent goer. Tell us, <laughs> tell us, can the Kabbalist heal? Wow, you can they heal me us? So, wow, you got me there, man. <laughs> um, have you ever been to one? I have, and I hated every second you of went? it. You went? What did you not like about it? Like that you couldn't, you know, that he didn't look at you? <laughs> no, actually, by the way, I went to, I, I don't even know if he has a couple of, uh, yeah, I've been to a couple of them, but the one, most recent I went to was like four years ago and it's just such an uncomfortable feeling. I don't understand why people like it, but like I sat down there and you just started telling me facts about my life. Not good, not bad, but just facts. And it's just like somebody can just look at you and start knowing things about you. It's just so uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and anything he told me, I just was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't really receptive to it. Not in a bad way, but I was just like the whole time I was just like, Okay, he started telling me who my best friend was. Why did he know her name? He started telling me, well, my aunt's cleaning lady. Why did he know her name? I don't know. Uh, the whole thing freaked me out. So then he started telling me that I was going to marry someone with a specific initial. And I was just like, I, well, I, I mean, I, I probably believe you because you told me everything else. But also, why would I believe you? Like, it's just, it's just not my cup of tea. Well, it's, 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 a, it's, very, it's very limiting. It's very limiting. It, uh, it kind of pins you up against the wall. And that's, that's a typical human response to it where... You don't want to. You want to feel like you have options. No, coach. Yes, coach. It's also options, but also I didn't go in and ask him any questions. By the way, I just sat down there because I'm not one to like. I don't, I'm fine with not knowing the answers to everything. I'm not looking for answers. So, for you to come and start telling me things and telling me answers to questions I didn't question, mm. just it's not. Right. I think that's where the 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 idea of being limited comes in. If you weren't looking for answers on something, and they were given to you. That is very, it's very off-putting because you, like you said, like, you know, there's truth to it because he's telling you all these other things. So you know that there's like that, that, you know, that co-op, that power there, but it's just very, it's very off-putting because then you feel like you kind of have all this information that you didn't want to have in the first place. 
Right. I didn't go in with the Shiloh. I didn't mm. ask, is this the person I'm going to marry or should I make this business decision? I just sat down there and he just started listing things about myself. So for curiosity, Spooky, huh? why did you go? Um, I got dragged there by somebody else who was not voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> Involuntary call um, meeting. Yeah, and it happens to be that I was in Israel, obviously, because I feel like you can only do these things in Israel. And I went there for Shavuot this year, so the person that I went with last time, she's like, let's go back again. I'm like, never again. So I have answers I didn't want. Exactly. <laughs> I'll pay for your taxi if you want to go, but I ain't going there. <laughs> well, that's so, I, have... have you ever been? <laughs> oh, say again? Have you ever been? I have, Yes. I have been to a Kabbalist, one of these, uh, one of these, you know, holy men, in, in, in holy men, or you know, sometimes they're sometimes they're frauds, right? They could be. This this one I went to was very holy. I I may have mentioned it before. You know, I was I was in the middle of work. Someone calls me up. He's like, "Hey, bro, you got to get to this in this spot. The the this Rebbe is here in town." You got to meet and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Then I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. You know, truth of the matter was it was like end of December anyway. I had like only a few limited days off. So I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll take, I'll cash in on this. <laughs> I do. But anyway, see, look at me like handling things with such levity. I ended up going. I, I went there. There was a lot of uh, from guys, Jewish guys, a lot of married guys, a few single guys. Yeah, waited for a long time. Uh, I really had a lot of hope. I, I, my heart was in the right place. I was certainly someone who wanted to believe and, and, and wanted to get that spiritual uplifting and kind of be taken on this little unique, unique journey that you don't, you don't get, you really don't get. Um, anyway, you know, I finally got, <laughs> I finally got to, to the, the, to the rabbi's, you know, room. We, what obviously did things through a translator, you know, and I, I realized I, I couldn't, like, I, I usually ingratiate myself in the situation. I use my charm. I use my, my, my flatter. It doesn't work there, you know? And yeah, he said, he said plenty of things that definitely related a little future, futuristic in a way, you know, prophetic, uh, you know, is the word like, like prophet, like prophetizing things. It was interesting. Uh, well, certain profiting, profiting also, you know, after the check, um, it was, it was quite an experience. Um, uh, it certainly was a real deal. I'd love to, I'd go back, I'd go back. I'd probably go back now though. And I would grab the rabbi. I wouldn't care. I would grab him and I would be like, Tell me the answers. Tell me the answers. Go to Shemayim and get the answers for me because I need them well, now. Why do you want to know I'm all not the answers? Waiting. What answers do you want? <laughs> I have Rosie. I have questions, and I want. You know. You want should I, should I have now? more questions? Well, I'm at, I'm at I'm at I'm at a piece I'm at peace of mind now, which is something I'm working on. You know, the, you gotta takes time it's not overnight um but yeah no there's there's certainly different traumas and you know things that have happened maybe happening going to happen that i I, it's that i want to explore you know and in in the in the umasa oilam 
in the guyish in the guyish zach, you know. One way you do that, just off the cuff, you know, <laughs> one way you do that, um, you know, for for our psychedelic coterie uh, listening to the listening to the show, you know, psychedelic experiences offer similar experiences to that, right? You kind of get that out out of body experience. Um, you use a um, you use a shaman. Right. You can get answers. You know, they they know how to read. I mean, there's signs to read this. Right. Uh, Cousin Malcolm was here on this. uh, He tell you there are ways to read facial expressions. There are ways to read hands. There are ways that, you know, it's not just all, you know, being a a prophet, 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 a nussy. It's not just that, you know, the Indian matchmaking game that was up the other uh, that the Indian matchmaking game. Um, right they tell the indian americans they said come to india we have to interview you that and then we they actually they don't bring him there they just take the picture and they bring the picture to the face reader they call him like a face reader they have a whole name in india like Omar, and they give him this whole and this guy just reads the faces and like it's exactly how they are because this 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 is something that people can do hannah read my face now um, what do you it's think? It's a little difficult only because, um, you know, I'm reading so much and getting so much information at once. That it's a little bit hard to just um, put one thing out there. Um, but I would, I will say that I think one of the questions you wanted answered by these Kabbalists are who let the dogs out. And I feel like everyone's been wondering that since the late 90s. <laughs> but, you know, song. it's a very good point that you're making there. But, like, again, you have to, if you have a specific question then like fine but like sometimes people also try to do you a favor and ask questions for you that you didn't really want answered so let's say i don't know if anyone knows this, but i'm single i don't tell anybody and <laughs> i'm like i'm single so i'm fine with it but someone once went to ask why am i single i'm sorry i didn't know that he was going to answer the question i don't have a question as to why i'm single like maybe i have a question as like how long am i going to be single but not why that's so a then, Right, and then, so while they were there, they called me, and he was, like, saying things, and they were translating. Debbie, did you ever do something at work to hurt someone else's feelings? They're like, oh, so now I have to think back for the past 120 years that I've been working, or in school, or if I hurt someone's <laughs> feelings in general, so now you're leading me down a path of, like, regret that I didn't even know I did, so I have to, like, it's just, like, I was like, I don't, I didn't ask you to do this for me, so, like, let's not. And also, have I ever hurt someone's feeling in my life? Yes, the answer is yes. So now what should I do? Should I go to every single person I've ever seen? Or spoke to like it was just so. Well, well, Rosie, if you're going to if you're going to go to a Kabbalist, it it's inextricable. They're going to bring these things up. You you know, bring up a boundary. You know, see, there's a thing there. You sound like an in, uh, a strong-minded person who's going to stand up for what she believes in. Kudos, good for you. I I like that. But here, you kind of failed yourself because. Tell the rabbi, shit, rabbi, that's not what I came to hear. Don't tell me that. I oh, no, I didn't school. go to hear anything. I someone need... was doing me a favor. Well, well, someone, look, you were in that situation. Maybe, look, if it obviously happened, we were younger, these things, they happen. You have to accept it. You know, forgive yourself in a sense. Um, but hello, next time you go, just, just, just tell the guy, that's not what I came to hear. Let's get to business here. Let's get to, <laughs> let's get to the real stuff. Okay. Tell me this. Should tell we do a podcast that. in a Kabbalah, uh, um, 
waiting room. <laughs> First of all, you can interview everybody there what their experience was, and then we'll go in together and see what's going on. We should do like a live one, you know. Yeah, when we, when we get a uh, hundred thousand listeners, uh, we already have. You know, like the backstage, no like like on like American Idol, where like they have like the interviews afterwards. Yeah, and, like talking to the singers. Like you guys are there, just like talking to everybody after. So, how did you feel when you were in there? Did he tell you things you didn't want to hear? <laughs> did you? Do you know now the answers why you're not married? You do you want to know why, you know, you're Catholic? why you're horrible at everything in life? Tell us. Do you yeah. feel better now about yourself? <laughs> I. But you know, Rosie, it's funny because what you were saying about like, did you hurt somebody or this or that? I would. I would personally find that very overwhelming, and I would try to look forward as much as possible instead of backwards and be like, maybe I did hurt somebody, but at the end of the day, like the only way that I can move forward is to be more careful to other people's feelings or more sensitive to other people's feelings. Like I can't. Yeah, and it was a very, also by the way, it was, it was pretty specific. It wasn't hurt somebody. I should, I should actually clarify. Did you ever take someone else's lunch? Um, no, yeah, lunch. That's what I do. I, I sit in the fridge and I steal people's lunches. <laughs> that's promotion. That's... And I was like, how is this, you know, someone else is supposed to get a promotion if I got a promotion? Oh, wow. Like, that's specific. That's a very interesting thing. I mean, I don't feel like you have control over that. Right. I mean, I, I could tell you straight up, I personally know that I've never gone behind someone's back and stolen a promotion. But if my boss decided to give me one over somebody else, like, how's that anything to do with me? So it's a very weird feeling. What is very, cause especially because it's something that you, you can't control. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Things yeah, so let's obfuscate for just a moment here. Uh, so tell us about this promotion. Was it worth it in the end? No, I don't know which one it was, though. Check, check her 401k. <laughs> Rosie, how's your 401k doing? Um, apparently, IJ is in charge of it. IJ, are we doing well? Well, since the elections, like you know, it has it has gone down. And, uh, yes. Which election? You should specify. <laughs> which one? You, uh, <laughs> the last two. Uh, okay, so I had so many things I wanted to comment on yours, you know. Uh, well, I'll tell people out there, if you're going to, you know, Kabbalist or a Rav like this, t don't, don't, be, ask don't, be, about me. don't be afraid to take, don't be afraid to, to push back and ask, like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, the guy will answer you. The guy will answer you. It's there. <laughs> you know, one of my, one of my most interesting, like, Kabbalistic uh I guess stories, uh, you know, that I, I, I kind of came across is like when Rabbi Wallerstein went several years ago to like a big Kabbalist, Kabbalist, Kabbalist. What's the, I feel like I'm saying English word, right? Kabbalist? Yeah, yeah. A Kabbalist. A, what's a, I'm a couple. That's it. I'm a couple. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I know. Like, it's like a hard word to say. I'm thinking how to pronounce it. Macub uh, Macubble there. Okay, thank Macubble. you. Yeah, yeah. Macubble. You got it. You go to a Macubble and <laughs> yeah, he sent in some video. Maybe we'll post it. And he was saying that he 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 it was like before he passed away, uh, like two or three years. And I remember uh, Rabbi Wallerstein of blessed memory used to have a certain tone with you singles of Jewish community, etc. And he's spoken about it. And he went to this Kabbalist, and there's a whole thing on YouTube, you know. It, where he's, you know, the video is, and yeah, he, he's saying that the, the, he he wanted to know specifics, and he told him, and he said, you know, and he's, I, he says, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, this is what I need to hear. 
and he got his answers. So we got to learn from him. Put it, you know. He was a very his, powerful person. So for the regular folk who go there, just prepare yourself. Yeah. Oh, you for know. People who don't yell back. Do you know who he went to? Well, I know who he went to. Oh, I don't know. Did you see the video? Did you see the video? Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. It was awesome, dude. He was awesome. He was an awesome bro, surfer style. Um, yeah. Who did he go to? I don't. I don't know. If oh, I knew I, I wouldn't tell. If I knew I wouldn't tell you. Anyway. Oh. Uh, no, okay. No, I'm kidding. I, I would tell you. I would tell you. I would tell you. All right. So, um, let's get uh, let's get over to the next one. So, okay, so let's kind of placate on what you're mentioning, Rosie. The bracha doesn't work. Now what? Never had that happen. Every bracha has come into Every mind. bracha. <laughs> Stop it. No, it's I'm just a very blessed person. I don't know what to tell you. I feel like, no, I Hashtag feel like blessed. every bracha. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hello, can I we just tell you? Please. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, it's funny that people can use the word blessed in such different ways, like the hashtag blessed, or it's like, oh, bless her. <laughs> and then they say something negative. Oh, bless her heart, but she. Bless her heart. Yeah. Well, that's that's an idiom. That's kind of like trends, yeah. you know. With all due a... respect. Like, with all due respect. With all due respect. And now respect. it's going to be something very disrespectful. Mm. Respectively, as I've been. Learning on my Goyish online dating class, which I've been taking. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. we need to hear more about this, please. Yeah, yeah. More. I've been taking, yeah. I decided to mix things up, make it happen. I don't know. A few weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I want to kind of jump back in a little bit of the Shidduch game, message the Shadchan. Never heard back. Never heard back from the Shadchan. I was, I was like, you know, all disgruntled and stuff. from there also. Wow. Everywhere I go. Um, anyway, so that probably just, you know, had this domino effect of me trying to think, hmm, what can I do now? What, what, you know, what haven't I tried? Because that's what I was, you know, to piggyback on what I was saying earlier. What have I not tried? What have I not done that maybe I can try now? Because if something's working, and I remember Hannah said this on the, on the show, one of the first appearances, you know, definition of insanity, Hannah is... Yes, doing things, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah, absolutely. It's that is insanity. It's not, let me tell you, it's not supposed to be that difficult. It's not. If you're playing sports, different situation, okay. Uh, but it's not supposed to work like that. You, things should click. Um, and I guess that's just in my, you know, my opine. Are you saying they were complete failures, you and I? That that just makes sense. Anyway, what is he? I just okay. I, again, I obfuscated from what I wanted to say, and I don't. Where, where was I? Go, what was the question put forward here? Here. Well, yeah, we we no, want to bless. No, but oh, I, I want to hear more about this dating. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's really good. You know, Coach Hunter. He he's the man. This guy. So uh, yeah, I'm in his class, and you know, we meet on Zoom. I got a support group. I'm there. I got I got Devon in the class. I've got uh jackson in the class like this is a legit group they really is teach... it only for men is it only yeah no women allowed no they're literally like no you know no women allowed you know unless Sounds you want i fun. guess pick up other women so that then i mean then it would be okay i guess 
sounds very religious and anonymous. I so told you it's not. I told you it's not religious. Like, look. I know that's I was, that's why I was saying the irony of it. So, can you give us <laughs> one of the gems? Can you give us like a, a gem of of knowledge? I will, and I'm actually going to discuss it a little bit more in in, in the next uh, podcast we do with uh, Jackie Glasser. Um, oh, a teaser. What? You're giving us like a little teaser. Yeah, a what? little teaser. Yeah, she's coming. Do you want to come record? Uh, she's she, come Sunday to the Five Towns, 10 a.m. Who? Any any of you two interested? Okay, you get back. <laughs> You'll get back to me. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you know, we're doing the up. So yeah, um, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. One thing she was mentioning, and, and I'm going to discuss with her. I'm going to ask her on the show, on the show, on the podcast. Uh, you know, showing interest in other people's interests. So in this class, I actually learned that women don't find it attractive to find interest in all of their interests. Pick one that you can relate to, sound smarter, sound better, and actually just basically know what you're talking about. That's going to be the recipe for success. That's what's going to get you through. Guys are different. You know, guys are just like, yeah, you like that? I like that. Oh, cool. You're my bro. We bro it out. And bam, you walk away happy man. A lot of older single guys, mostly guys, guys. Not, you know, guys who pick up, like pickup artist kind of guys. It's not the case. Wow, right? Wasn't it? Hannah, what do you think? Good stuff. I think, it's, I think it's very interesting. I will throw in something, though, that what, what I forgot which book I read this in, but there was this concept that people can have absolutely nothing in common in terms of um, just, like, basic things that they like to do, but if they have the same common they have the same goals and the same outlook and like what they want for their future and their family and things like that 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 can still sustain a relationship even if you have completely diverse um hobbies that you that don't have that like you know but they're not similar in in terms of like the basics i love that you i love that you mentioned that and and that like that to me is it's just one area that like, a lot of dating coaches and shot hunting and, you know, mommies kind of miss. We're, we're not here to like get coaching on how to be in a relationship. We're not that single should not be doing that yet. What you need to do is learn how to pick them up, learn how to pick her up, learn how to pick them up, AKA learn how to like try to, you know, get them, keep them. The, the beginning, the beginning is where we need more help here. Aside from the fact that there's just nowhere to meet. There's just nowhere to meet. And that's a whole other separate conversation. Rosie, am I right here on that? Again, to obfuscate. Yes. Yeah. There's just no, there's just I'm no literally way flabbergasted that you guys think that you have to have the same interests that we do. Like, why would you think that? I think it's just a, it's a way to find common ground and it's a way to create conversation, which propulsing and help it helps the date itself that's why i think maybe that's where that comes from but i think that i mean correct me if i'm wrong Ajay, is, that, is that what you're thinking um no i'm not thinking that at all i certainly certainly hear your points and i and i think it's so true i think we just did an episode on zodiac signs and yeah there are a lot of different zodiac signs um that if you fall under that category you're going to be that you know you're going to blend well with you know person um of your same zodiac sign like the someone that like we looked into it last episode 
and the zodiac sign said that I was not compatible with my zodiac sign. Like it's not, it would, it will never work. So, uh, you know, breaking it down is a huge thing. And, you know, us singles have X amount of time, X as in, you know, X as in like a certain amount of time on our hands. And yeah, like we can look into this stuff, meditation, zodiac signs, all that, all that, all that stuff that probably Rosie Hannah and I grew up where our parents and cra- uh, and uncles and aunts were like, that's crazy hippie stuff. You know, yeah, we don't do that. It's Gaya <laughs> Shazach. Right. I, I mean, I, I would read like Us Weekly as a kid and like the last pages always had, they still do. They have like, you know, like yeah. the sign and they're like, you're like, like the small generic thing like, oh, this week you're going to have an ama- like amazing uh, success um, somewhere, like something very vague, you know? Not that I would believe <laughs> it, but it was fun to read it anyway. That was it. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, so many things, but Rosie was saying, right. Okay. Rosie was saying, yeah, no, very, very keen, very keen insight, Rosie. Here's what you got to do on that. Yeah, you know, I think that's, um, I think when you're in a relationship, certainly, you know, what Hannah was saying with having to, you know, you have, do you have like, are, are you kind of meeting on the same interests right now or is it more about the long term goal? And that's like the shit, that's the shit of system because, you know, your, your short game and your long term goal are all in sync because, uh, you're going to make the marriage work. You're trying to find someone you're willing to make it work with, and we're going to commit. And that becomes like the factor there. That's you know that's 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 the variable. But when we're talking about people who, you know, from from guys, from girls, whatever, whatever the parlance is, the people who kind of you know the twenty, the forty percent who doesn't work out for, you know, what are they going to do? Well, here's what they can. Well, here's what they can do, and I will tell them. That the next, like right now, the thing to do is just like figure out how, don't don't worry about keeping the relationship and being in the relationship and all that. Uh, you know, what's it good for if you can't just attract them? You can't reel them in. Okay, imagine me throwing a fishing hook and I'm reeling them in. Okay, how do you reel them in? So can I ask, can I ask maybe too much of a personal question? You could go um, ahead. My life is an, oh, my life is an open book. Okay. How much money do you make? <laughs> <laughs> different books, Chevy. Different. Sorry, Rosie. Different books. Different books. Um, so why? I mean, and this is more of like a guys in general. Because I'm, I'm interested in picking your brain here. Go ahead. Why do you think that you have to reel them in? Meaning, why isn't it just you presenting your personality and seeing what drives with your personality? Great question. So there's two answers to that. I know I jumped in because I don't want to forget it. That's how I say ADHD people yeah. are. It's nothing to do with us being, you know, uh, uh, was it not masochist, uh, misogynistic. So the first thing is the first thing is on literally what you were saying before. See, I just forgot both of them. Okay, so I'm going to go with the main one. <laughs> I literally, I said, right there. Okay, hey, you know what? You got to like know yourself. You know, AD, us ADHD. Know your strengths and weaknesses, and I'm glad you're, you know what you're, yeah, exactly. you know your model. Well, we can, well, well, we can throw that in as one of them. Like one of them is, is that the fact, the fact that you are 22, 25, 30, 35, whatever age it is, and you're like actually realizing I am not good at picking up women. I am not good at keeping a guy. That's your first problem. And it's not going to be resolved with trying to kind of placate or just uh, agree upon and try to find like 
false things that may be, you know, getting you into the relationship. The next thing, which is the biggest of it all, is women seek to say no to the match. Women are seek, girls are saying, they seek no. And guys don't know how to answer. Why do, why do from guys don't know how to answer it? Because they don't know how to talk to girls. I don't, I didn't know how to talk to women. You have to learn how to talk to them. Okay, we're very used to. Well, we don't learn of, how to talk to you. So why why are why no, are you more at a disadvantage because, than we are? Well, because they have to. I think it, they are because at the end of the day, you ha- girls follow the guy's lead. So whatever the guy decides they want to talk about or bring up or get exactly. into, the girls follow. So it's exactly. really it is a lot of pressure. If you on the guys, learn, yeah. If it, it's a lot of pressure on the guy, and if you learn how to work them, you can break down that wall. That wall is up. On the on on the side that is, it's about the reacher and the grabber. Okay, what is a reacher and the grabber? The reacher is going to be the someone someone who has less power. I'm sorry, the reacher and the ladder. Right. Anyway, so the reacher and the ladder. Right. The ladder is the one who has more of the power, fifty-one percent or more. Okay. In 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 most in almost all those situations and cases, that's the women always. Women start out with the power. It's all about the power grab. If you're at 49% and you're grabbing some of that power away, then you're winning. Then you're at success. So what does that look like? That looks like, you know, let's say you're at a shidduch event and there are a lot of girls there. You know what's going to happen. This girl's going to like, you know, every girl's going to like this one guy. Okay. You're coming over and she has the power because she's not really interested in you. Okay. You got to figure out how to grab that power, aka the attention, aka throw throw in throw in a um, like uh, throw you know throw a curveball in to to get them to 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 waken them up in a sense. Okay, eighty percent of dating apps. Sorry, um, it's an eighty twenty rule in dating apps. Okay, we're talking about J Swipe, J Date, all of them. Eighty percent of women. Okay are successful on dating uh, on dating apps. 20% of men are successful. That means 80% of men are not. It's literally it's it, it it's it's insane how you know how how it flips. That's, that's crazy. Um so if you have like if you're a girl and you have all these resumes and all these guys etc like you're you're you have an option. You know, you have options. So you have to go in and do things differently. You can't just say hey what's up, you know, you got to figure out a game plan, and you can today by signing up for Coach IJ's pickup artist class. Just go to shidduchpodcast.com forward slash get a date, and I will teach you uh, today. Uh, Coach Hannah, will you be joining code? us Give on us there? Promo code. promo code love L O V E. Am I making Valentine's Day is right around the corner? Hannah, Hannah, am I making sense? Like, I want you to push back if you'd be like, no, 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 you got this wrong, son. Let me tell you. Yeah, I usually talk like that. I just I jump right into that. To that it's uh, a very interesting, like, facts that you're bringing up, and, and I totally hear it, but you have to realize that Jewish boys are different. Yes, the game definitely, the, the game, game is definitely different right. with, with, with Jews. Different. Yeah, yeah. it's different, but I also, you said something before with, I wanted to just go back on. You said that, like, you know, you have to you have to pick something that pick one thing that the girl is interested in, and then learn up about it and, and that type of thing. I feel like that's very much playing the game and not really like authentic when it comes to actually getting to know somebody. Meaning, 
if you're actually interested in it, pick something that you actually would technically be interested in and then learn more about it. Don't pick something that you're picking out of a hat because that's not really going to help you. Like it's not coming from a authentic place then. Well, how is, well, how is that working for this, the disgruntled shidduch dater at whatever age, right? It's, it's not, you know, it hasn't worked. So you need a new strategy. Do this before you get burnt out. Simple. Now, why do it? Well, you want to do it because it is the psychology. It is the psychology of the woman. It's the psychology of the man. The man wants to chase. The woman wants to be chased. You have to know, you know, what to say, what to pick on, um, and, you know, what not to say also, right? <laughs> That's a big thing. So you're saying that it's not as, not it's not, you're saying, than what to say. you're saying, it's, saying it's, you're saying it's not as authentic. Well, authentic, authenticity isn't what is happening in the beginning, right? Like when you met your husband, you know, he didn't, he didn't say, Hey, hi, my name is so-and-so here, are all my problems. This is my life, right? That's like authentic, you know, you, that's one right. part of it. So there's right. the authenticity. And now you have to like bring the wall down. The key is that you have to bring the wall down and the girl has, and the girl has to do this for the guy. Also the girl, you know, the, but the girl, oh, girl knows how to, woman knows how to do it. Obviously there's, there's physical touch was a big thing, but in the, from community, from, from, you know, from community, we don't have that. So they're spending time. There are other signs of the, you know, the way, um, or the five love languages. There are other ways to do that. Okay. But Again, this is so, the psychology. But I'm, no, sorry, and, I, and I hear you, but what I'm saying is why not play up your strengths and bring out those parts of your personality that you know are positive and that would be attractive to somebody else as opposed to looking for things that you're pulling out of a hat. Why not, why not like play up the things that you know are good about you? Sure. I mean, those are certainly you should you should certainly do that. Um, it, it, it you should certainly do that. It's not something you should shown away on, but there there is again there's there is the wall up that you have to get through. You know, the girls are going to um, there's 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 a word for it. I just it's it's not it's a it's a curse word. So I'm trying to think here. We don't want to get a a bad rating here. Um, crap test, okay. crap testing. Okay. They crap test you, right? They crap test you. That's a the kosher word. They crap test you. Women crap test you. They're going to bait you. They're going to try to get you into it. Uh, they, they're going to try to like get the spill. Yeah, they I'm want you like to spill the tea. They, I know. I don't know. That, I don't know. That <laughs> of, like, Maybe this coaching is not working for you so well as, as calculating, but I will tell you something funny just on what you're saying. Like I, I one time had some, I had a guy that I went out with tell me that, Oh, I said that I like sushi because I knew that you like sushi. I don't really like sushi. So was that something? <laughs> wow, <laughs> how direction. inauthentic of him! Whoa, what did you do? Yeah, and it's not something major, but it's just it's it's weird. And also, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, what else are you comfortably lying about? Like you know, not completely say the truth on it. It's just an interesting thing to think about. I just feel like why not look at look for your strengths. And see what you like, what you know you could be good at or enhance as part of your personality, and play that up. I, I think women in general gravitate towards confidence. 
Yeah, I don't think you have to sure. like the things that we're liking. I just think you have to not negate it. I really, I'm never looking for someone who has the same hobbies as me. That's actually weird, and I don't want right. I just think you have to be respectful of the fact that I like to knit when it's raining on a Tuesday, and then we move on. Yeah, be supportive of that, and maybe, you know, ask for some, maybe for some socks or knitted socks, but you don't have to love knitting. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hani, it's uh, it sounds like you definitely have uh, some some remorse or contrition for that that guy with the sushi. Okay, so you're, I mean, you're, I, you're I in a bad. safe place. <laughs> um, I know. I, I feel, feel ha- bad. I honestly, at the time, I thought it was <laughs> if it was cute that that was half like that that cute, right? thoughtful, I guess. But like, also, it was just it's like, why not be yourself? At that age. That's what we think at that yeah. age. We go, it was oh, a long, so long time ago. It was very long. It was it was several several children ago and uh and you know, kiddish yeah, clubs ago. Sounds very old, yeah. <laughs> well I want well what what Rosie was saying what Rosie was saying here about uh you know, commonalities. Yes, I mean at once you get to that point that you're able that you're in a relationship, you have her or you have him. You know, at that no, point, I yes. No, first date also on a first date too. Why do you have to have? It's just, it's yes, you yes. You don't. You don't have to. No, you me. don't. Absolutely right. For sure. For sure. You definitely don't need any commonality. That's why I've been proposing as well. Uh, proposing, uh, promulgating as well in regard as uh, in addition to the to the kiddish uh, reform, shul mm-hmm. kiddish reform. I'm also uh, been also pushing. Because I want Kalisrol to get married. I want them to get married. Well, I want everyone to be in a nice relationship. That's you, marriage is a whole. What? Marriage is a whole thing, you know. But you know, I don't like the. I don't. I don't like the. Uh, that term, you know, like uh, this idiom. Get, would you get married? Metashem, the right time. Uh, but here's what I'm promulgating, as you were saying. Okay. You got to start, stop doing the action dates, stop doing the food dates, start doing the, start doing viewing dates. Okay. Viewing dates are big. I give it another term on another episode. You know, what, what is a viewing date? Right, like I what, like food. Can you not take away food from what's, me? What is a viewing date? It's a great question. Okay. So you want, so when you go out to eat, it's all about, you know, you and her, you and her. You need a little bit of a buffer in order to be yourself. It is an uncomfortable situation. Hell, when you're with your friends and family, it can be sometimes uncomfortable. When you're at work, like one-on-one, it could get uncomfortable unless you're with, you know, that per, you know, best friend, for, right? Your best friend, a good friend. So there's that side to it, all right, on that kind of date. On the other side of the date, you're doing an action. There's an action date, right? So you're going bo- uh, archery shooting. You're going bowling. You're doing something, but all the focus is on the bowling and on the archery and on the action. Are you just trying to bring back lounge dates? No, not at all. Like, what people what I we will, need I to will do. come down there and murder you. I will literally come down. Very and bad. You. Like, no. At least if I have to date, then give it, me. Food. It's very Rose, bad. Don't and pull back on your feelings there. Tell us how you really feel. And <laughs> and guys guys will tell you it's like it's boring for them, okay? And for girls will tell you it's a lot for them. They have they're wearing their heels, they're all dressed up, they don't want to sweat, right? Women, I'm I'm defending you here. I'm your champ. I'm like Hillary over here. Now, what are your what do you need? What is an action date? You know, viewing date, right? A viewing date. Go to an art gallery, look at art. Let, you know, keep the focus on something else so you can see 
and so it's still an action date but you're saying no physically that's a physical you're it's you're that's an action date. you're physically doing something it's taking away painting hello painting no painting same thing painting is your you're throwing all your focus into the painting we are really not able to focus on you know the date itself um you know in like a passive way viewing dates are the best okay how about the like a gallery. viewing movie date we could view the movie and then we can talk about <laughs> i think it's yeah. a great i think movies can def- you know movies are interesting it could certainly f- fill into that character but i would say no on the movies because First of all, you know, from Jews aren't going to go to a movie on the first date or second date. You know, what about oh, I, 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 I forgot that. You're I don't provo- watch anything. I have to go back into character. You are provoking when you go to an art gallery. You're provoking thought. You're provoking thought, and it's about creativity, uniqueness. You're showing a lot of your cards and your skills, and it 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 makes people more attracted to one another when. What did you think about that painting? Oh, I didn't know. It, it did bring that out. Interesting thoughts there, right? It's so, it's provoking. Honestly, it's, if somebody you know, took me to a museum on the first day, I'd be very weirded out. I'd be like, do you think you're better than me? Got it. Well, if you go to the Museum of, you know, Natural History, that's what's going to happen there, you know? Or like the Liberty Science Center, Rosie, if you want to like a little more low-key, a little more like elementary school trip. There is a fly museum pretty close by. Wants to I, me, do, take me there. I do like this idea though. I do like this idea about doing dates that are more thought provoking. Yes. Ooh, thank you, Hannah. Yeah. I'm trying to build a list of a few other things, but right now really the, for the first day, that's all I can, I can get. I've gone down the list. I'm trying to, to pick different places and the art gallery really is the only thing that's going to do it. Uh, again, you you know, you go out to eat. There's the, you know, are you dutching it, splitting it? Uh, is she going to eat? Is he going to eat? You know, the guy has to pay a lot of money. It's inflation. Guys are trying to say, you know, it, it costs, you know, you can go on a first date. It's a hundred. I went, went on a first date two weeks ago. Cost me a hundred bucks. And uh, she fled before benching. Um, so like, you know, this is uh, this. Is bench, or I'm just curious. She took the bencher. Yes. Yes. Oh, she didn't have a bench with the bencher. She took the bencher. Yep, yep. You know, no, no, uh, no. I, I didn't see it coming. What can I tell you? <laughs> um, I think that another good idea would be to listen to a podcast. Pretty thought provoking. I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's that's what it's Get here it. for. You know, we're all in it together. You know, as they say, the song. Yeah. Um, okay, going to Kavaram, I think we like pretty much covered everything here. Difference between short term and long term segulas. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Shir Hashirim, Nishmat, Kolchai. Whoa, there's a lot of stuff here. No, 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 there's no. a lot of segulas. A lot of segulas. <laughs> <laughs> I also I, one thing that I do want to mention since we're going back to it, I do think that if people only put their heart into the segula itself, it can be very disheartening if it doesn't come to fruition, right? Like you say nishmas and things like that, and nothing happens after 40 days. I think that's mm-hmm. very hard, and it takes a hit to your amuna. I think yeah. that taking action, let's say, and, you know, like I was saying before, maybe, like, doing good deeds as a merit for something else 
you know that even if it's not didn't work out exactly as you had hoped, at the end of the day, you're still left doing a good deed. So you're not left empty-handed. I feel like it's a little bit more. Um, you walk away with. You feel like you got something out of it anyway. Exactly. I feel like just doing close, it can it can be a little a little disheartening. Right. Right. Like yeah, like mutually exclusive in a in a sense, you know. Um. Yeah, if people, if if yeah, if people can do that, um, <laughs> it's tough to separate. It certainly is. You know, you want you want reward. You want reward. You wanna. You're taking on something. Blind faith is tough. Instant. And also, people want instant reward, instant gratification. Well, instant yeah, I instant know. Instant coffee. Oh man, I'm on like three cups a day now. It's it's rising. It's not. I mean, I'm enjoying it though. I really am. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm a three day. I'm a three cup a day coffee kind of guy. I'm 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 loving three it. Three cups. No, yeah. Maybe you should bring that up on dates. See how that plays out. <laughs> um, yeah. Three cups. I don't know. I don't know. Is Remember that a you... or something? That's a segula. Yeah, it's a chazaka. It's a chazaka yes. also. Wait, what's a chaz? What's the difference over here? A chazaka, like a... it's a what, segula a... for going to the bathroom a lot, and it's a chazaka <laughs> oh. for continuing to spend your money on those items. That adorable, that you adorable. <laughs> oh my god. Now, we're part of that one. I love that. That's like our new promo. That's a new promo right there. Uh, should we stop giving money to these people who are giving us false beliefs, false blessings? <laughs> um, look, during the inflation, you know, this is what you got to do. You got to got to make cuts, you know. And you already gave double meister, so there's nothing left. Uh, I didn't do it. I, I didn't do it, bro. I, you know. I have to look not, into this. Not I'll let you know next time we talk. I know, this double meister thing, I'm very intrigued. Have you ever heard of it? I, I feel like I've vaguely heard of it, yeah. but like I felt not, like meister was so, like, specific, like, Get ten percent, no more, no less. Mm, you're not supposed to get more than miser because it's miser. Like ribbon, like no, it's not ribbon because ribbon is when you borrow money. Miser is just giving away money, but you're not supposed to give yeah. your whole entire. It's not really. Um, it's not really. It's not really heard so much. It's not so like common because it happens when like it happens like for older Bakram, older Bakram, or like making who are like working and in yeshiva so they're making like they don't have any expenses like so they can give money so that's how i know of it and that's how it was approached to me um and then certainly you know you can fast forward like who 20- approaches you a collector or someone who's just giving you uh, a good advice well Maybe usually, a well usually well usually well usually what happens and to, to be as uh brash as possible Usually, like in every like yeshiva bacher class, especially the older bacherim, there's one that's like, you know, little like, uh, let's say Aspergery, and but like making a lot of money, and like he just doesn't like can't make these grown up decisions, you know, especially there in yeshiva and stuff, you know, um, and so like he'll go to the rush, and the rush will be like, oh, maybe you know, chaimish, let's 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 do chaimish. What's chaimish? I never heard of it. Then he starts learning about it, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna do chaimish. So. That's and then and then he'll you know then he leaks to one guy and then that one guy leaks and then before you know it the whole base medrash knows it. But that's, that's literally how it happens, <laughs> right? Right. But that's why like you wouldn't know right like Hannah like married people you know they get like let's say you get married younger normal age 
you're not going to know because it's not expressed in yeshiva like a young yeshiva bacher gets that. Like the rabbi's not going to go over and be like, let's claim this right now. Let's go. Makes sense. I'll tell you all the girls to go with. How about this? Yeah, what else you okay, got the for one the everybody girls? Knows, like the last yeah, few minutes here, tell me. You say Nishma 700,000 times, 40 days in a row. <laughs> light candles. 8 million candles. Whenever you can go, go to the river to rebel light candles. Go to the laboratory to light candles. Buy a vart dress. Buy 16 vart dresses because you already wore your vart dress at someone else's wedding. Then you know what you should do? You should buy a becher because you need a becher for your husband. You know what you should do? You already have a becher? I heard you buy a talus. Oh, do I have a talus and a becher? Yes, I do. I don't know how fat you are. It's getting you are, but don't worry. I got you covered. Um, you know what you should do? Maybe we should just bypass it or you should start a shekel. You know how long the shekel takes? Buy the shekel. You have the shekel. You get married. Now we're going to move on to baby strollers because we already married and we want to have the stroller. It goes on and on. It doesn't stop, by the way. Do you ever go to work wearing the talus and the shekel? And the knitted While socks. making kibbutz? No, I already have the tillin from my bachar, so I'm putting tillin on. Oh, okay. Well, it seems like everything's working. Yeah, I got it covered. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Oh, wow. That was a great, was a great spiel. It was like a little mantra there. Wow. We should have opened with that, Rosie. Okay. Yeah, I could, uh, Rosie, I could re-record. Okay, we can. We, te- we technically can. You know what was a big one at one point? Please tell me you did this one time. Supposed to wash and bench seven times. Arabian Kipper. The night before. Oh. You ought to start like Shia the night before. Literally, by the time you come into Yom Kippur, you cannot breathe. <laughs> I want to know, Rosie, if you ever done any segula that you really wouldn't have but decided to do anyways, and that was like very out there. Yeah, every Ooh. single one that I just mentioned. <laughs> the the talis. Every the single one. And the becher. Hannah, how about you? I want to put that question on you. Like, what did like? Did you do any segulas in order to get married? Um, I I really I I didn't. I'm, I as as corny and as basic as it sounds, I really just I just dabbed. She just got married. I did. No, I but I I dabbed. I, I marriage mazel, marriage mazel. Like that's what I said. You know, just myself. you know. Well, that's yeah. good that you worked on yourself. I wouldn't. Again, I wouldn't like. I, that's it's. You know, people could work on themselves. It's great, but like that's where the mazel thing kind of comes in. You know, mutual ex- uh, being mutually exclusive. Like, you know, just because you got married, like worked on yourself, doesn't mean you're gonna get married. Like. Look at, you know, every other single out there. Like, just because people are single doesn't mean that they're not working on themselves or trying to do things. That's where the mazel thing comes in. Where, hey, <laughs> no marriage mazel. That's all. Do I have financial mazel? Yeah. Do I have mental health mazel? Yes. I'm, I'm not saying, I, I got none of that. I'm just saying, you know, just, just for, <laughs> that's for me. Uh, like, but don't get stuck in your marriage mazel. Go above your marriage mazel. What about, you know the yeah, Eisenhower yeah. lady in Israel? And, oh, this, oh yeah, I didn't hear about the Eisenhower no, lady. Yeah, so you, you go to her and like she looks at you and then she like, I don't, I've never been to her, so please don't quote me on this. Anyone who's been there, I'm apologizing if I'm uh, screwing this up. But like something she like boils water and like makes you drink something and you get rid of all your Eisenhower. <laughs> 
I believe it. Like, uh, I, 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 maybe you drink it, maybe you pour it out. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Literally, guys, I don't know what I'm talking about. There's something about <laughs> the fact that you're, 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 you're literally watching an episode of The Twilight Zone and you're just like saying, Here, this is a gula. No, I know there's a lady in Israel and I know she deals with I and Oh, it's that. Uh, yeah. Here's a Here's Here's a Segula, you know, you women can do. You ready? Yeah, yeah, you women. Ready? Stop getting your nails done on Shabbat, on, on Friday. Um, and avoid Lushen Hara at the nail salon. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone should avoid Lushen Hara. I'll be honest with you. I'm a big. There would be less I'm Lushen Hara. I don't order with Jewish one. I took Lushen Hara with my manicures every single week. <laughs> are the are the man are the manicures like still a thing? I know because I would always give a lot of credit. I would like when I go on dates with girls. Um, and they have the manicure. Yeah. I would just be like, I'm like, great job on the nails. Great job. I'm like, let me, let me, let's get something very, very straight right now. I don't get a manicure for you. I get a manicure for me. So I don't know what you mean. It's still a thing. I'm not, I'm like getting my nails done because I'm going to meet a guy. I'm getting my nails done because I enjoy it. And I like it the way it looks for me. I um, personally enjoy getting my nails mm-hmm. done, but I like the after. Look, just 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 brace yourself. That's really all I can say in our in our last uh, few minutes here. But just brace yourself because, you know, you're gonna start seeing on uh, male shidduch resumes. You're gonna see going, you know, as occupation just in the next year or two or three. Uh, it's gonna no. It's gonna say it's gonna say hair and makeup artist. Be aware. No, like. Like they're actually like their occupation, like they do it anyway. Okay, so uh, I think that's enough. We have like an hour and a half here, so I'm uh appreciate you two ladies coming on the show. Okay, Rosie, people can follow you by getting in touch with your assistant Avery, right? Avery and uh Hannah, people can follow you. Go ahead. Yes, they can they can follow me on Instagram at Hannah Kahana Coaching. Um, and they can also do a Segula and I'll just be there. Up here. <laughs> as I uh, as I uh, okay, yes. Well thank you so much. And as I end off, happy face, smiley face, silly face, this is the Nobody Talks Shidduchim podcast. Wow, what a great show, ladies, huh? Okay, yeah.